0: This is Ashley Weidman, Walking Dead and Talking Dead's ultimate fan, and you're listening to The Atomic Podcast.
1: Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Atomic Podcast, and here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. Coming to you live from Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Stephen Guzman. My guest today, she is Talking Dead super fan. And you've seen her recently on the Talking Dead, Miss Ashley Weidman. Ashley, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good in the Midwest here. First of all, congratulations, Midwest girl on Hollywood television.
0: wild isn't it
1: (laughs) yes man so um i'm sure people who are listening are walking dead fans but tell them um what video did you submit how who what and where how did you get on talking dead
0: for sure well this was actually my third year submitting a video they did have done this for three years and every year i have submitted a video my first one was pretty much just explaining like i'm so passionate about three things in my life i'm passionate about running my kids and The Walking Dead, and um, obviously didn't get very far with that video, and then the next year, um, I explained, like, how me and my husband drove all the way down to Atlanta, I was nine months pregnant, and I just, I had to meet all the actors from, from the show, and um, how I ended up naming my third baby Maggie, and then I got I got far with the voting and everything that year, and, but obviously didn't win, and then this year, I was like, this has got to be my last year, you know, it's, it's kind of stressful to go through the voting, and so I submitted another video, and it was pretty much saying, like, how I, I live in this island where I have no one to talk to about with the show. I have three kids. I'm a stay-at-home mom. My husband doesn't really like the show very much. And I kind of just, you know, like, mentioned again that, you know, remember, I was the girl that named her baby Maggie. And, um, and then I, I ended up getting on the voting, and I did really well with the voting. And the producers called me, and kind of just, they kind of just, like, want to get your knowledge about the show, and if you really do know what you're talking about, and so I must have done really well with the call, and after that, it was just kind of up to them, and and then, then they announced the winner on video chat, and Talking Dead, and after that, everything was just how it all played out. Went to L.A., got to be on the show, it was so um, surreal, very surreal.
1: And this was your first time in L.A., right? First time?
0: Um, I had gone once when I was 18, but nothing. I had nothing like this experience before getting car service and people staying at like super nice hotel in Beverly Hills and going to the CBS studios to be on the show to have someone do my makeup and my hair. Like it was just one of the most coolest experiences, especially from someone from such a small town. And I'd never thought anything like that would ever happen to me.
1: Oh, how like what was different with the makeup and hair? It was more detailed. Did you notice anything different than doing your hair and makeup or?
0: Yeah. Well, and, um, the lady that did my hair, she was the sweetest lady. And she was telling me about who the celebrities that she does her, their makeup for and their hair for. And I'm just like, holy cow. that can't believe this is happening. <laughs> and, um, you know, and she kept saying, like, don't worry. I'm putting a lot of makeup on you just because of, you know, the production lighting and everything like that. And she, it was just to even get my hair and makeup done. Like, the only time I've ever done that is for someone's wedding. Like, it was... And just to see like me done all up, it was something I've never experienced before. Well wow, so cool.
1: Well, wow, did you look so different as opposed to you putting up your makeup on you know oh, when heck she, yeah. Yeah. I
0: usually just wear like mascara
1: and I'm like, that's good. No one <laughs> really cares what I look like. <laughs> oh man. And then and then they provide you the dress as well, or that's something No, you...
0: I actually I actually picked that out myself. They just said, you know, wear something you're comfortable in and I'm like Okay, my yoga pants and t-shirt probably <laughs> won't look the best on national television. So I just, I went shopping and I just was like, I love this. This will, this will work. And they, and then I ended up, I brought a couple options, but they were like, yeah, that's probably the best. So, and I was glad because I almost wore black and Christian wore black too. So I was like, didn't want to take away from her. So uh-huh. ended up being perfect.
1: Uh, that's awesome. So tell me about it sitting on the couch you're next to Steven Ogg and Christian Sorantos and Ashley Weidman, and you're giving your perspective and insights on that episode. Um, how was that experience like for you?
0: It was so cool. I I I hate saying so cool, just because I'm like, gosh, there's got to be better words for it, but I just can't. <laughs> I just can't think of one. Because I, um, even like volunteering at the conventions when all this stuff was going on with Negan and like who did Negan kill. I remember, like, going, and I'm like, okay, this is a safe space. You know, I'm at a Walking Dead convention, safe space. I can totally nerd out. And I remember asking these couple people, I'm like, so who do you think Negan killed? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, I think it's this person because of this reason, this reason, this reason, this reason. Mm. And they're like, whoa, (laughs) calm down. (laughs) I was like, if I can't even be myself here, where am I ever going to be able to be myself around? And so just being on the show gave me that opportunity to totally just, like, show people my pen diagrams and my parallels with with Eugene and Gabriel and how you know like who wants to end this war who wants to find peace and you know it was so cool just to totally use all of my obsession and just share it with everybody even like a couple times Stephen would grab my notes and be like so what did, what would you write about me here?
1: <laughs> <And> <laughs> I was
0: just like, this is bizarre. Like, I wrote these notes at home thinking no one else would see them, and now I have the whole world seeing them. It was unreal.
1: Wow. That, that, that's, that has to be amazing because, you know, you said you're, like, a, a super fan. You go to conventions, right? And you go to, yes. like – you know, it's, it's, it's so like, it's, it's weird because like you know, even my, my wife who's like, a, she's a fan, but she's not, she'll, she'll watch it and just like won't yeah. watch it because it stresses her out. So she'll just tell me, oh, what happened? <laughs> what happened with Rick? And like, she doesn't want to see it, but then she'll hear me go, oh, oh, and then she'll like, what's going on? What's yeah. going on? But like, I have to right. like. Tell her in Cliff Notes, like, 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 like. Talk to me after. I gotta, I gotta see what's going on, you right. know. But you actually watch the show. Does your husband watch the show as well, or he's not he a does. fan? He Yeah, you he's know?
0: more. He's more just kind of like watches it because I watch it. Like, we'll just watch it together, you know. Like he's <laughs> he definitely doesn't look into it the way I do and look into like the the because even for example, like I loved loved this season when. The first time Rick looks into a mirror, and it's when he kills Baby Grace's father. He yeah. looks into this mirror, and he sees this monster. Like, who have I become? I just killed this this daughter's father for no reason. And then right after he looks into that mirror, he meets up with Rick Morales, who takes him back to this time where he was officer-friendly. Yeah. And kind of, like, pushes him back, like, whoa, I've changed. I've become this person I never thought that I could become. Yeah. And then the second time he looks into a mirror in this season is when after carl has died and he's at that bar with morgan and he gives those saviors his word saying you know you have my word and then he ends up just killing him and he looks into this mirror and it's a broken mirror Mm -hmm. broken mirror this time and it's you know a metaphor for rick's broken he's what is he doing and he's looking at himself like who have i become Mm -hmm. and the third time We Look Into a Mirror is after Rick has read Carl's letters and once again gets taken back into the past where he was just a dad and a cop. And The third time he looks into this mirror is when he's picking up baby Gracie from her crib in the finale and he's looks up, and he sees Sadiq coming in, and he's, he's ready to hear about things, and I think we finally see, like, this is Rick finally, finally changing and looking and seeing a person he actually want to see in the mirror, and so he, my husband, like, hears stuff like that, and he's like, yeah, see, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see things like that, yeah. but that's how deep I look into it, and he's more, like, surface level, like, oh, yeah, cool. Why are
1: they putting mirrors by a baby's crib? <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome though, because you know you you're you're very detailed. You're you're almost like um Yvette Nicole Brown who has a notebook of her own and she does the same thing. You know, like goes yeah. into detail about stuff. So that's amazing. So overall, this season, overall, you know, um the last last season finale being Wrath, the whole season, you pretty much you know they cliff note. The you know Rick's eyes, and then like the church symbol thing, and remember he On says hand. he says my ver- my mercy prevails over my wrath this whole season as a arc how How much did you enjoy this season as opposed to like other seasons
0: I loved it, I really do. I know a lot of people like think like man this this all war has just been so slow, and- yeah. But I really think what they've, what they've done is they've they've wrapped up so much. Like, even in my notes, like, I was like, okay, what have they wrapped up? They wrapped up Oceanside. They wrapped up the war. They wrapped up Eugene's story. Like, because for a long time, we haven't even known, like, is he Team Negan? Is he Team Rick? And so we've wrapped that up. we wrapped up Carl's letters. We've pretty much wrapped up Carl's death. Like, his death now, it means something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've... Wrapped up Morgan's crossover, kind of Jadis' story. Like now we know she's Anne. I mean, there's we're probably going to dig a little more into her, but now she's not going to be in the trash yard anymore. So, um, I feel they did a really great job of wrapping things up and I, I'm closing things up, but also opening some new doors. Like Dark Maggie, mm-hmm. I love that. I cannot wait to see how that's going to play out, and I. I love kind of the twist with Dwight because I didn't think he'd survive. I'm like he's gonna he's gonna die. Okay. I'm like I love his character, but he's gonna die. But I love that he's still alive. Okay. Um, there are some unanswered questions still, like helicopter. Where's Heath? Where who's Georgie? Where'd she come from? You know. So I'm excited for the new season. I feel like. Season 8 has closed and season 9 is going to be something totally different. Yeah. I'm very excited to see how it's going to play
1: out. Yeah. Was you okay? You know, because Carl is still alive in the comics and he's pretty much the future in The Walking Dead in the comics. For um, sure. do, you, do you feel that it was a good call by the showrunner or the producers to kill off Carl and, you know, went in this direction? Do you feel that's a good storyline so far?
0: Personally, I know I was never. Um, I stopped kind of following the comics because I didn't want it to ruin the show. So I'm not, like, um, super passionate about the comics. So I personally, his death, I wanted it to mean something. If he was going to die, I'm like, it's got to mean something. It can't just be Carl's bit and he dies. Like, what a way to go. You survived so long. And it was, I really feel that it's what propelled the second half of the season. I feel like it's what's going to keep Negan alive. Because I think if Carl would still be alive, Negan would be dead now. And I feel like there's gotta, there's got to be a reason that Negan's going to live. My mm. feelings are that Negan is somehow going to save Maggie and Glenn's baby. I don't know what it is, but I feel like something's going to happen. And I feel like if Carl wouldn't have died, then I don't feel like all this could have happened. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like Rick's now changed. He's a better person because of his son dying, which is terrible. But we'll see how it plays out. I mean, we still have Daryl. Daryl's not in the comics. We still have Tara. Yeah. So, well, maybe we'll see. We'll see if maybe his storyline can get played out some other way. I'm not too very familiar, though, with what happens. I know he kind of falls in love with someone from The Whispers. Yes. Am I correct? Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. But, you know, what's also also kind of uh, uh, kind of a sketch point now is Lauren Cohen has yet to sign a contract. Yeah. And I think she got picked I up for a, a pilot on ABC. I'm, really, I'm not really sure about it, but I think she's cast in a pilot, so I'm uh-huh. not sure what's going to happen. Like, you know, with her. Unless... I know. I, I mean, what did, how, would they, how would they do this without her? Well, she's. Um... A, she's yeah, unless she's like recurring and you know has a limited number of episodes, if they could negotiate something like that, so I For sure. I just really don't know how that works out. Especially now, it's like she has almost like from what it seems like at the end a juicy storyline, you know that
0: yeah. you know. I, yeah, well, it's not like we cannot just go out
1: with Gone Without Her. I mean, she's y-
0: got some plans now. Exactly. She's- you know. She straight up got some vengeance going
1: on, so <laughs> we, can't, we can't go on without her. It but reminds me. she's my fa-
0: one of my favorites. I need my daughter after her, so <laughs> <laughs>
1: we, need, we need her around. I know. It's like, like Anakin turning to the dark side. Like almost she's uh, like turning to the dark side. Yeah, for sure. You know, but I think, I don't know, I think Jesus is like her, her moral conscience because Jesus, you know, right. Jesus is more neutral, you know, but I guess, you know, yeah. he'll, he'll listen to whatever Maggie says, right. but he's all, he's also like her voice saying, you know what? I don't think this should happen. And Daryl is like, what's, what's going on? Like everybody just I
0: know, turning on Rick. I you know, I, <laughs> I think my kind of my theories on this whole thing is we haven't dug much into Jesus's past. Has yeah. Negan done something to Jesus that is so horrible, like he did to Maggie? Yeah. We don't
1: know.
0: Yeah, we've never explored it. Um, you know, maybe we've got—he's got some some hate towards Negan too, like personal hate. But I just don't feel like that's Jesus. I mean, yeah. he was just talking Morgan out and not killing people. So I don't know. Maybe he he just sympathizes with Maggie and he's gonna try and talk her out of it. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't—I I, mean—and now like. Daryl was so about killing Dwight, and now he's not. So I don't, you know, we'll see.
1: We'll see how yeah. it plays out. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, like this season was kind of frustrating to me because, you know, you're shooting all the bullets and you're not hitting Negan, and you know, you you're going right. for you're going to attack, and you're not, you know, you're not attacking Negan, and Negan gets away, and it's all it's almost like a cat and mouse game when. The, yeah. the, it, it could have been over a long time ago, even like the, what is it, the first episode or the second episode when they went to attack, like, it could have been over a long time ago. It could have been yeah. over, you know, but I understand, you know, the drama effect and, you know, you got right. to drag it out a
0: little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, you got to build the story yeah. arc and, you know, right. I,
0: like full, like the whole thing with Sasha, like, yeah. all that, and, and, and Eugene's kind of <laughs> quarrels with
1: the whole thing, yeah. so. Yeah, like, you, you, um, Eugene is like a self-preservationist, you know, like, he's just, For
0: you know, sure. he,
1: he, he, he adapts does, to everything he, he's at, you know, basically. Yeah, he's,
0: that's how he survives, you know, we all, we would all like to think we would be like Rick and be a fighter, and, but we don't know that, we yeah. would, you know, we, we don't know how we'd survive, and that's how Eugene survived, he mm-hmm. uses his brain, and <laughs> How we could manipulate people to keep him alive, I guess.
1: Yeah. And think about it out of everybody there, Eugene ate the best. He ate really good food, <laughs> you know. He did. Yeah. What did he have? Sardine and mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, sardine and <laughs> mac and cheese, and then he had the the jar of pickles. Yeah, you know. And then you know he had women if he wanted to, like to help him out and stuff. You yeah. know, Negan's wife. So he, you know, he. Yeah. I think I think he was okay for a little bit. You know, getting yeah. punched, kind of getting punched in the face and verbally abused. Probably not so much, but right. everything else, he was he was okay. You know, his hair is intact. He doesn't have any. <laughs> he doesn't have. He's not growing a beard he's clean so he's pretty good you know he
0: had wine Unlimited yeah. supply of wine Yep. all the time. <laughs> do you think he will go back to live at the Sanctuary or do you think he will go back to Alexandria
1: with no, everybody else? No, I, I think he'll go live back in Andrea. with everybody else. He kind of yeah. redeemed himself with the bullets. Like, you know, if it wasn't for the sabots, bullet sabotage, um, there's no yeah. way that Team Rick would have been able to overcome Team Negan. There's oh, no yeah, way. you know. for sure. He basically turned the tide with the sabotage, you know? Yeah. And at first, I didn't, awesome. see, I didn't see that coming. Like, I was like, mm, I don't know what's going to happen, I you know?
0: Did, I did not see it coming until that moment with Gabriel. Oh, uh, okay. When when, G- when, he, when Gabriel jumps out of that car, Eugene goes, no! And it's like, why does he care yeah. so much? Because he was just yelling at him at the the bullet shop. So yeah. I'm like, why does he care so much? And when he chases him down and, you know, like, puts the gun to his head, I, I felt like I could feel something. Like, I'm like, Eugene's got a plan. 'Cause yeah. why why would Eugene go after him? Like yeah. why does he care if he can kill him? <laughs> like So I'm like, he's got a plan. He's something's happening. But yeah. it wasn't until that moment. I had I definitely did not guess that. I for sure didn't guess
1: that. Yeah. You know, in the comics, Negan has an interesting backstory and him talking he, I think in, in some episodes he was like hinting at his backstory a little bit. Would you I, I'm saying me personally, I would love to see a flashback episode of Negan, wouldn't you? Oh,
0: me too. I would love to see that, because now we know Lucille is his wife, and yeah. he cheated on her, right? Yeah, yep. He was a teacher,
1: yeah. is that correct? Yeah, yep, yep. He in was the a comics, teacher. yeah.
0: He, um, a gym teacher, a Gym right? teacher, yeah. I would love to see that. I would love, love, love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. To- dig deeper into Negan. I mean, he's still
1: alive, so yeah.
0: And it, see what kind of person he was before.
1: Yeah, and I'm wondering, he grew out that beard. I wonder if he's not going to shave and just going to have that beard if he was in mm-hmm. that cell for a while and then if the show's going to go to a time jump, you know? I wonder if that's going to yeah. happen. You know? I
0: wonder if it will because when um, when Morgan is at the the junkyard,
1: he's
0: yeah. growing an eggplant. Time has passed
1: yeah. already. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, so I wonder if we'll start back up after Morgan has left or in between that time of the end of the war and then Negan's kind of healing and everything. So I wonder yeah. how much time, I don't know how much time it takes to grow an eggplant.
1: So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: I mean, he was eating an eggplant at the end of one of the scenes. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Month or so, maybe. Yeah, or, I don't know. I'm not. I don't have a green
1: thumb. So. <laughs> yeah, and then you know we talked about it offline, but um, you know Morgan's character transitions to Fear of the Walking Dead. I was watching Fear of the Walking Dead in the early seasons on, and for some reason I don't know, I couldn't, I couldn't, I like I watched it, but I watched it for the sake of watching it because it's a Walking Dead. But um, mm-hmm. but um, wa- watching it, watching it now, it's it's it, like I, I'm I'm curious to see where the storyline goes. Um. Um, what's your take on the season premiere of season four, of Fear the Walking Dead? How did you like the episode? Or have you always watched loved, the show?
0: I loved it. I The first couple of seasons of Fear were a little slow, but I think a lot of the frustrations come from the fans is because you, you see Madison like, why are you coming at me? Oh, no, let me get you in the stomach. And it's like, you got to kill him in the brain. Like, you get almost, like, frustrated. Yeah. And, you know, they're on the ship, and then it was this, but... Last season was phenomenal. I loved everything they did. And I never thought they'd kill Travis off. And I think he was killed off in the first episode, I think.
1: Yeah. No, no, uh, Travis? uh, Was it season three? No, it wasn't. He
0: was around for a little bit. I I apologize. He was around. He was around for all that testing and stuff they were doing at that, like, army base. Yeah. Anyway. No, they... I love... Morgan getting introduced, you know, he sees that guy in the car in the beginning of the episode with something wrong with his leg. And he st- says, you know, we're all alone in this world, no matter what, you know, and Morgan hears that and thinks, well, yeah. And then he meets up with John and he meets up with Alphalia, Af- um, is that Yeah, her name? I-, I
1: believe it's Af- Althea or something, yeah. Althea,
0: A- yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they call her Al. Um, and they save him. And then he sees that guy walking away. He He's died. He's died alone. And, you know, John comes up and tells him, "It's you're not alone in this world. We have friends and we're here. You know, it's all about people. And that's pretty much what Eastman even preached to Morgan. So I'm very curious to see how this is going to go.
1: Yeah.
0: Very curious.
1: Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, um, have you always been a fan of fear, like early on or –
0: yeah, right. I I always and I you know like you I started watching it just because it was a part of the Walking Dead world. So, I was curious to see how they would build on that and I love now the crossover. I was so excited for it. Mm-hmm. I really thought it was going to be Abraham. That was my my go-to it's going to be like it's Abraham, they're in Texas. But now we've they've obviously flashed forward a yeah. lot. So, yeah. I next week looks like we'll maybe get a little story about the main characters and kind of how
1: they got to be in that road yeah i know it's 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 just it, it's it's crazy now because like it's almost like the show continues it's almost like a fresh new show because you're do, you're yeah, going it it through morgan's almost eyes that way yeah because it's like you're following it through morgan's eyes and well you know, how cool was it seeing jesus carol and rick all in fear of the yeah. walking dead it was just so was, cool that
0: was so cool i I got, I watched it in the theater and my husband didn't go, but I went with some friends and I came home and I was like, Morgan's not the only crossover character. He's like, really? <laughs> I'm like you'll see, you'll see why. <laughs> oh. It's like they're not truly crossover characters, but it was so cool to see them in an episode of Fear. Yeah,
1: but it looked it looked like it was a bonus episode of the actual season it finale, did. right? Like,
0: yeah, it did. It almost like just continued like the season finale just kind of continued for about five more minutes yes or yes
1: so. yes you know and then i don't know it's like he wants to stay away from people he wants to be alone but he's with people you know i feel like saying all yeah, right he yeah
0: can't, yeah you go, yeah Rick, Rick said, he's like no matter what you're gonna end up with people like no matter what you do so
1: yeah in my mind, I'm like, hey, go back now. Like, you know, you know, you right? can deal with people. You might as well go back. You know.
0: I want. Do you think anybody will try and find him? I mean, he's impossible to find now. No one's going to search that
1: far. Yeah. But. No, there's no GPS anywhere. No phones. Yeah. No walkies. Like they. Remember, you know, Rick had the walkie early on in the season with Morgan. They're going yeah. back and forth on a walkie. But I, I do I, I think if Morgan comes back, that's the only way. But I, I think they have yeah. so much to worry about. With the Alexandria and the hill, Hilltop and everything. Like, I, I think there's so much they have to do instead of worrying about one person, you know. Agreed, yeah. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. But, you know, who knows? Like, probably a couple of seasons down the line, I could see a merging yeah. crossover. Have two, like, have That'd more... That'd be huge. Yeah, that would, like, that, that's like a movie movie waiting to happen yeah. right there, you know. You know, but, like, there's so much... There's so much that transpired this season, like, especially with Carl, and now we're going to have a new showrunner, um, Scott Gipple, stepping down, and Angela yeah. Kang is taking his place. And I, I, I believe it's going to be a time jump. I don't know. Um, Is there any, any predictions you have for next season coming up with The Walking Dead? You Like, what What do you yeah. think the storyline is going to follow?
0: I, I really feel like we're going to get into more about Georgie and mm-hmm. where she came from. Okay. And, hildy and midge the the woman that yeah. met up with maggie yeah in the middle of the road i feel like we'll probably see her sometime maybe we'll see more of oceanside and you know maybe they'll come and live at the hilltop or alexandria mm-hmm. who knows maybe they'll come out of the hiding um we're gonna see some relationships forming between all the communities i wonder if there'll be some people that are still Team Negan and want to uprise maybe we'll see that um mm-hmm. I would love to figure out where this helicopter came from. I feel like it's tied to Georgie somehow, is my thought. Yeah. Um, I feel, what else will we see? We are going to see, hopefully, Maggie have her baby. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> um, and her whole storyline of her getting revenge on Negan. Yeah. So I'm excited. I feel like it's going to be a different, a different feel. I'm ex- very excited.
1: Yeah, I'm excited too, and I think they start filming this week as we talk. They
0: do. Right? It's so awesome. Right, and but we have to wait till October. So.
1: Yeah, you know, I would love to see an episode where it's you know a Walking Dead Christmas where it's snowing, but I, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's <laughs> kind of crazy to film and and get that season of snow. But the um frozen walkers. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or walkers that do Right? Walkers that... Imagine right. walkers where we live in the Midwest with the snow. Oh, my God. Like, they'll be frozen right. solid up by the lake or something, Nobody, you know?
0: Everybody could go out in the winter because no one's scared of the
1: walkers. They're all frozen <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Well, that's right. Because I guess a oh, Walking Dead episode in the snow, they'll probably be stuck inside playing Parcheesi or something, you know? All right. <laughs> right. Oh. Uh, uh, Ashley, um, a couple of questions for you, personally. Um... Um, what are what are your favorite shows besides The Walking Dead? Is there any other shows you watch?
0: Oh heck yeah! I watch so many shows. I love Game of Thrones and This Is Us, which are totally <laughs> <the> opposite <laughs> spectrums. Of modern Family, uh, Life in Pieces. I watch a lot of shows. A lot. I like good comedies. I love stories with the drama and yeah. There's probably not many shows that I don't watch.
1: Oh wow! Um, are you a, a person who's a fan of reality shows, or? Yeah, really? I see. Um, I think the only reality shows
0: that I really watch are probably The
1: Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Oh, oh no! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know, it's so terrible!
1: It's like the worst guy. <laughs> the don't worst, worry. I worst. I used to watch. Um, um, I love New York and Flavor of Love, so don't feel okay, bad. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> you know, every time I tell somebody that, I'm like, um. Oh, man, it makes me, it makes me look like
1: a bad person. Yeah. You know, and also you're um, a a mother of three. Um, what's the secret of dealing with three kids? Like, how do you do it?
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I call it, um, chaos coordinating. Like you're just constantly just coordinating chaos all the time. Uh, it's, you gotta stay busy, you know, you gotta get, I usually probably get like five hours of sleep a night and I'm just like up before them. And, You kind of have to get a jump start on your life before they wake up and just mentally prepare yourself. Uh, My son's in school now, which helps because he's gone all day, but it's just chaos all the time, but it's good chaos. I wouldn't have it any different. Uh, Staying busy.
1: Always got to keep busy, right? Always. Yeah. Uh, And my final question for Ashley is what would the Ashley of today tell the Ashley of yesterday?
0: Just keep dreaming. Just, you know, don't ever give up. If there's something you want, just, just keep reaching for it because the world is so much bigger than it seems. And don't let people get you down because you know what, no matter what, you're not gonna make anybody happy. So everyone's gonna always have something bad to say. So if you just stay true to yourself and you stay positive and, Make sure that happiness is a choice.
1: Know that happiness
0: is a choice. You'll have a wonderful life.
1: Yeah. And, you know, for, and, and you know, there's a people like, oh, you watch that show, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. If you like The Walking Dead, yeah. you like The Walking Dead, and that's it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> Ashley, <agree. laughs> Ashley, thank you so much for everything. And thank you for being the talking dead super fan, as they say.
0: Right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.